0: Welcome to another episode of the Father Ted Talk, broadcast here at the National Shrine of St. Elizabeth Ann Seaton in Emmitsburg, Maryland. Today, we welcome a special guest, Father Caesar. In today's gospel, we heard that Jesus had announced his imminent departure. His disciples were still to remain in the world the announcement of the separation of a master whom they loved so much and followed so faithfully, a master who according to their judgment was leaving unfinished the promised work of the foundation of the messianic kingdom, leaving them alone in the midst of their terrible enemies Filled then with confusion and anguish. Do not let your trouble, your hearts be troubled, or blessed Lord say to them. The reason for the serenity that they must keep in those moments is a confidence in God and in him, confidence in God and in him. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. It is as if he were saying in the, in the same way that you have faith in God, you must have faith in me that I am his legacy and his Christ that I am God like Him. And for the same reason, even if I leave you in appearance, I will be with you perpetually with my divine help. That is why for this homily, I would like to develop the following point, the spirit of trust. In God. For this, I would like to take the following text from the Song of Songs: "Who is this that comes up from the desert, flowing with delights, leaning upon her beloved?" Songs eight five. First of all, we must say that conversion consists consists fundamentally in the transformation of the heart. We need to be transformed, to be converted. The same must be said of the ascension of the soul. Why? Because when we are being transformed to God, we are ascending to God. We could call these ascensions then of the soul stages of conversion. Conversion, ascension. Therefore, the first thing that is necessary to ascend to God, is to prepare the heart. Whenever we speak of conversion, purification, conversion implies purification, of intimate union with God, we speak of a generous ascent to Him, because To be converted implies to be generous with God. Ascending in love. The foundation of the ascension is love. Now, in the text I have quoted from the Song of Songs, we find two things. One makes a somewhat desolate impression, not too happy. The other, on the other hand, is sweet, is delightful and encouraging. It speaks to us of a desert. And the desert gives the desolate impression we have mentioned. But also it speaks to us of the soul, saying that it leans on its beloved, and unquestionably this is something that is sweet, delightful, and encouraging. The word desert in this context implies a radical idea of solitude, lonely. This idea is fundamental in the ascensions of the soul to God. Since the more the soul ascends, the more will be the solitude in everything created. Thus, when it reaches the summit, the solitude will be complete. We understand what we meant by not to be attached to things. When the soul is indifferent with respect to created things, it flies without nothing impeding it to go to God. The word desert in this context then implies this idea of solitude. It's not a bad idea. Is good for the soul in order to ascend. It happens then that the more the soul penetrates into the desert and the more it remains in solitude, the more everything flourishes in it and around it. The heart is filled with virtues that beautify it. Spiritual poverty itself becomes its richness and the scorn of humility becomes a glorious beauty. To ascend to God, one must walk through the desert. But as soon as one has begun to walk, it becomes like a paradise of God. The reason lies in the fact that the love enters the soul and as love enters, it fertilizes and beautifies it. The spiritual life emerges in the most divine forms because God is acting in the soul and everything flourishes. These paths are apparently very austere and they are austere. Are those that lead directly to eternal life. The so-called the narrow way directly to eternal life. And even in this life, they are the best preparation for the Lord to communicate with the soul and fill it with untold delights. But the sacred text says more. Next to that apparently desolating idea that we have just exposed, there is the other idea that we have called sweet, soft, and encouraging. After mentioning the desert, the sacred text says that the soul ascends, leaning on its beloved. As if it wanted to tell us that if it leans on him, it always ascends. And that if it doesn't lean on him, it does not. Once it leans on God, the soul doesn't grow weary. Love never gets us tired. It would walk as in the psalm, as the psalm says, they shall go from virtue to virtue. The God of gods shall be seen in Zion. That is to say, with ever greater strength, the higher it climbs, the more strength it has to fly. Another psalm says, your youth shall be renewed like an eagle. Like this birth, it will fly higher and higher and place its nest on the highest peaks. Know that it says, leaning upon her beloved. That is to say, the soul finds its strength by leaning on God. It is obvious. Know that also our Lord in today's gospel says to his disciples, you have faith in God, have faith in me. As I told, it is as if we're saying, in the same way that you have faith in God, you must have faith in me that I am his legacy and his Christ, that I am God like him. And for the same reason, even if I leave you in appearance, I will be with you eternity perpetually, with my divine help. That is why he then begins to indicate to them the great goods that he has prepared for them. Heaven. And this is very consoling for the soul. And rightly so, because because of our Blessed Lord is offering His disciples to the prospect of future glory in the company of Him, in the company of the Father. For this, He assures them the efficacy of prayer, the coming of the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, and His perpetual assistance. It is consoling. However, this leaning indicates an action. That's the important thing. That is to say, indicates a choice which is proper to the act of free will. Leaning is a means chosen to reach the end, which is heaven. But this means to reach the end, but this implies to trust. But we also understand that the soul has to do its part, but always with the help of divine grace. That is to say, always leaning on God. And this is the manifestation of perfect love. And the more the soul relies on God alone, the more perfect is this love that we say. And since God made everything for his glory, when we lean on him alone, we are glorifying him because charity, that is love, is the bond of perfection, and perfection, and the author of perfection is God. One might say that it is a trivial thing to speak of this leaning of God because there is no doubt that we know from our own experience that it must be so, and yes. However, it seems to me and in these times in which sp- sp- the practical atheism and theoretical atheism are putting much effort into recruiting souls, we need to have this spirit of trust. It is imperative. Also, we have to consider our self-love. If the spirit of trust wouldn't have so many enemies, it wouldn't be necessary to remember about it. For example, how often with theoretically recognizing that we have to trust in God, we see that trust withers in our hearts and we say, I do not deserve it. I am too miserable. It is vanity to pretend to elevate myself to God. It is impossible given to my weaknesses and my infidelity. These are things for the saints and not for me, for the religious and not for me. In this way, the spirit of trust that, that was beginning to germinate in the soul withers. And the worst thing is that something, sometimes we deceive ourselves into believing that we are ex- exercising humility. That's false humility. When in reality, is a false humility, and we destroy the spirit of trust. I would like to finish quoting a part of Psalm 119 in praise of the divine law, which expresses the desert flowing with delights when leaning upon God. It says as follows: Remember the word you pledged, your servant, on which you had built my hope, that has been my comfort in my suffering, that your promise give life let us foster in ourselves the spirit of trust it is important for growing ascending so let us lean on our blessed Lord until we are able to say in all truth and with a triumphant accent those words of St. Paul I call, do all things in him who strengthens me and we ask this grace through the intercession of our blessed mother